with Focus On Podcasts. I write for Polygon, the AV Club, I write for Spotify for Podcasts, and Discover Pods, and a few other sources. In this series, we'll be talking about podcasts and audio dramas with Will Williams. Science fiction has a rich history of radio shows starting in the 1930s. At those times, it was Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon and War of the Worlds. In the 1940s, radio was the world's leading popular entertainment. But in the 1950s, popularity of television in the U.S. had wiped out radio dramas, at least in the United States. In other countries, such as UK and New Zealand, radio dramas had continued at some level of popularity, bringing to us well-loved shows such as The Hitchhiker's Guide. The form of drama delivered in audio form took a giant resurgence in the 2000s with the introduction of the iPod and podcast as a delivery mechanism. Although the podcast transport mechanism can deliver audio video as well as just audio, most people when they say podcast, they're referring to listening to audio only programming. In this show, we'll be talking about audio dramas, and we'll use the words podcast and audio drama interchangeably. I was looking for podcast-related materials, and I saw your article. I thought it was really uh, well-written. Thank you. When I was taking my family up to go skiing, I used it to uh, select some uh, nice, dramatic podcast storytelling that you discussed in your article. That's so great. Can I, can I ask what you listen to? I listened to the first one, The Mars. I don't remember the whole title. Something about, yeah, The Mars one. Marsfall? Marsfall, thank you. Yeah, um, oh, Marsfall is lovely. I think we got through almost all of them. I think that I, oh, we have one last one remaining, and then I'm not sure if there's more content. There's something about a bonus track, but it wasn't. I hadn't listened to it yet, so I'm not sure what that detail was about. Mm-hmm. I actually tapped on a couple others too, but I know them less well because I'm planning to do a dramatic a dramatic presentation, or I call them audio dramas, for a uh, a film that. I don't know if it'll make it into full-on production or not, but a uh, director and I worked together or co-wrote a screenplay, and it's kind of on hold right now. And uh, I thought, you know, we've got all the voice acting done because we're going to do an animated uh, science fiction movie. Uh, I thought, well, we don't want to just let that go to waste, and and the director's thinking of pivoting to live action. So I thought, let's uh, let's use this great acting and, and get it out there. So how long have you been writing uh, at Discover Pods? I've been writing at Discover Pods for, I believe, just about two years now. Um, Discover Pods was actually the first publication that I wrote for other than my own review blog. Um, It's helmed by Kevin Goldberg, who is wonderful, and I think they're just doing really, really, really great work over there. What's your review blog? By the way, I just discovered it just before the interview, but I want you to get your words out there. Uh, How do we find that? So my review blog is willwilliams.reviews. That's will with one L. And it's just .reviews, not .com or anything. Cool. Yeah, I keep learning about these new domain names with the, uh, like such as reviews I never even knew about. So what inspired you to, to uh, write about that? Well, 
sci-fi for a long time has been one of the most common genres in audio drama. Um, there's a lot about audio drama that makes sci-fi, I think, so attractive. First off, a lot of sci-fi has themes of isolation, which we can hear in things like Wolf 359, which is a very, very popular um, science fiction audio drama. There's a small cast on a huge ship in space, and having that isolation with you know, the constraints of having a small cast and also just having usually a voice or two at once, I think works really well. And then obviously science fiction is extremely expensive to create in a live action visual medium. Um, whereas in audio drama, it's just a matter of getting your sound design down. Um, and then you can convey, you know, really high genre ideas without the budget of a live action science fiction production. So, because science fiction podcasts in, in the fiction space are so common, I feel like it can be kind of hard to, to weed out the best of the best. And I am of the belief that it's, it's a little bit difficult to get people to listen to fiction podcasts if they're not already interested in the idea. But if you can tie it to a genre people already like, like science fiction, they're going to be a lot more likely to try a new medium, especially given podcasts are free. So I figured I'd just help curate some of my favorites. What was your process to decide what were the top 15? It was actually uh, quite a bit of a process because, again, there's, there's a lot of uh, great fiction podcasts out there. The, the first thing I wanted to focus on is I wanted a mix of podcasts that were pretty well-known for good reason and a few that were not quite as well-known. Um, so I have on there, for instance, you know, Ars Paradoxica, which is very, very successful. Um, it was one of the first audio dramas I can think of that got a, a good deal of fame. Um, and then things like uh, I have on here, let's see, Within the Wires, Wolf 359, two more really, really big science fiction podcasts. But then I also threw in some smaller ones like Moonbase Theta Out um, and directive solutions to problems. These were all podcasts that I thought were phenomenal, but weren't really getting the press that I thought they should have. So by starting with some of the greats, I can kind of give some credibility and say, you know, you you may have heard of these. They are amazing. If you haven't listened to them, you should. And to show, like, I know the genre. You know, I, I can guarantee you that your favorites will not be missed here. By having that set first, it gives the other podcasts on the list, the smaller ones, a little bit more credibility. And if people see, oh, well, I loved Wolf 359. This critic loved Wolf 359. They're telling me I should check out Moonbase Theta out. They're more likely to do so. And I really, really, really love talking up smaller voices. Um, next part of the process was, was making sure I had a good mix of tones. So again, a good contrast there is Ars Paradoxica, which is a Cold War time travel story, and Moonbase Theta Out, again, which is very sweet, um, very kind of short form, a little bit softer, very character-focused, very nice. And then the last thing, which is really important to me, is making sure there is a diversity of voices. So I wanted to make sure that the list wasn't just, you know, a a homogenous mix of white men creators. <laughs> um, I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to make sure that we have a list that I feel is diverse. And I feel like I actually could have done a little bit better here. Um, but it's something that I like to keep in mind. And again, I like to amplify the voices that need to be amplified more 
Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that because I have a young daughter who's also into this. I don't know if she's into science fiction yet. She, you know, she watches movies. She's a little bit too young for the mm-hmm. books, but uh, uh, I, I totally appreciate that. And that was actually one of my choices for picking Marsfall, too, because the main character, yeah. J- Janny, I believe is her name. Uh, Jamie, Jackie. Oh, Jackie with an I. There we are. Yeah. yeah so that, that's what attracted me to that as well. Yeah, I love Jackie. She's such a great character, and that whole cast is amazing. Um, they've done, they've done such good work. Yeah, yeah, I was very appreciative of their sound design as well. Mm-hmm. Will Williams is author of fifteen great science fiction podcasts. You can find a link to her article in the show notes. Did you discover something that you didn't expect, something surprising when you uh, were working on your article? I did, yeah. I would say, I would say, like, there were a few recurring themes that I wasn't that surprised by. There were a few concepts I wasn't super shocked by, but my biggest surprise when putting together this list was finding A World Where. So, A World Where is one of the podcasts on the list. It is gorgeous and i don't see people talking about it very often at all and i I don't know why it is an anthology podcast it's very black mirror um the first episode feels like if eternal sunshine of the spotless mind were more of a nightmare packed into about 20 minutes um and then on top of that it's it was remastered with uh, binaural audio. So that sort of audio that is, it has space to it. There's certain moments and sounds that hit at different places when you're listening with headphones and you absolutely must listen with good quality headphones in a quiet space. It is an, it's a completely remarkable listening experience. It's gorgeous. It immerses you so much right in the moment. It's, it feels like you are in the room when it's happening, which again, uh, because some of these situations are a little bit nightmarish, kind of emphasizes that feeling. There's there's a real discomfort to it, which I think is fantastic. It's not an easy listen, um, but it's very brave storytelling that I respect so much. Wow. Okay. Well, that's going to be our next up on my queue then. <laughs> <laughs> So what are you looking forward to in the sci-fi world? In the sci-fi world, I'm really looking forward to the return of Star Tripper, which is another podcast that's on the list there. I think that it's great. I know that the creator is writing the second season right now. It's just a lot of fun. I think that it's something that we could all kind of use right now. It's very lighthearted. I am very excited for some new podcasts that I know are going to be rolling out soon. There's 2020, I think, is going to be a really great year for really strange podcasts and a lot of really innovative sound design. Huh. All right. I don't know how many of those I can talk about right now, but I think it's going to be a good year. Um, I, I'm excited to see what the newer voices in the audio drama space bring us, for sure. Are you interested in science fiction with a Hawaiian twist? Nafi is a retired pro surfer who works security at a pineapple plant. He falls for a girl 
who uses him to break security so she can investigate a conspiracy to destroy Hawaii's pineapple crop. Unfortunately, she gets caught, Nafi gets in trouble, and the epidemiologist who's behind the pineapple virus is out to kill them. Honolulu Hadi is a cyberpunk action-adventure novelette set in post-global warming Hawaii. To get this novelette, go to Amazon and search for Lancer Honolulu Hati. We have some nice goodies in the show notes. If you are using a podcast player, just tap, tap, tap over to the show notes and you will see things like the 15 Great Science Fiction Podcast by Will Williams. If you're new to podcasting and you want to listen to some great science fiction podcasts, that article is a treasure trove of the best work that you can find. Also in the show notes... You will find a few other Will Williams-related sites, such as Hug House Productions, which is a production company that she's a part of, and her audio drama podcast called Valence. If you like the old classics, there's a link to how to load those on your podcast player as well. Next episode, more Will Williams. I was raised on a ton of science fiction. When I was little, I'm the youngest of, of three daughters, and I'm substantially younger than my two older sisters so by the time I came around my parents were kind of over like bedtime stories (laughs) so instead of typical bedtime stories my dad would read me the Martian Chronicles by Ray Bradbury 